0: Well, hello and welcome back to Everyday Dining. We have made it into season two. That is a remarkable thing. Um, my name is Ben. I am still here, and I'm joined, as always, by my uh, trusty sidekick
1: sidekick. that that's kind of doing me down a little bit. but but thank you. yes, it is Robin. nice to nice to be back with you. And um, as we start this second series, um it, we're really excited um, because our focus this second series is um chatting to dads who are in different situations of life um and uh, getting their wisdom, getting their uh, perspective, um hearing what's been good for them, what's been hard for them. And uh, we're really excited today um to speak to an old friend um called Matt. So welcome, Matt. Hello. Nice to have you with us. Yeah, it's good to be here. Thanks. <laughs> nice to hear you. Um, now, we always start with a with a good dad joke. Um, Matt, have you got a good dad joke to
2: kick us off? Uh, well, it depends what you class as a good dad joke. I've got a joke. It's not very good, but it's. I was sorting out my spice drawer earlier. I was alphabet- alphabetizing it. Uh, and somebody said to me, well, how? where'd you get the time? And I was like, well, it's just right next to the tarragon.
1: Yay! Oh. that was super that thank quali- you very that, much that
2: qualifies you that's so that really does I've got I've got it
0: I
1: can wear that badge now can't I you're in the dad club you're in the dad club Matt um for our listeners tell us a little bit about yourself
2: yeah so uh I'm Matt I am a dad of two children uh lovely children who are uh seven and nine um and I um used to be a church based youth worker now i look after student houses which is a bit different but still great fun um but uh i guess i'm not a full time dad i am a uh, a single dad who mostly sees my children at the weekends um my uh, ex wife uh left 3 4 years ago i can't remember exactly um because i forget what year we're in um, but it's about it's about 4 years ago um and uh, left with the kids um, so sort of since then I've been battling at being a weekend dad um, which is uh, different I guess to being um, a, a normal a normal dad in full time with them around all the time and having to homeschool them day in day out but it has its uh, other challenges I guess
1: Yeah, thank you. Thank you for being honest uh, about that, Matt. Tell us a little bit, I guess, let's start off with some of the challenges. What what have been the specific challenges for you that uh, maybe other single dads um, uh, out there might say, oh, yeah, yeah, I get that. Um, What have been the specific challenges that you uh, have faced?
2: Um, I guess, I mean, there's been a couple. uh, Some of them revolve around uh, the reason why, um, I'm a single dad. The reason why um, my ex-wife left with the children—that's uh, been a, a battle to try and um, to try and work out with the kids and, and answer some of their questions about why they left. I mean, my, my ex-wife was uh, heavily involved the kids when when she left, so they knew the reasons why um, mommy was leaving daddy. Um, they they um, they went with her um, and particularly to begin with, it was hard because they were put in emergency housing, which was a one-room motel for like four months, five months at the time before they were able to get a council house. And it was hard to see them in a in a, in a tough situation and yet not be able to solve it. And I think that's one of the things, I guess, as a, as a bloke, we like to think we can fix things. And I felt a little bit powerless and a little bit helpless Because I just couldn't, there was nothing I could do And whatever I tried um, sort of didn't work And obviously things hadn't worked in the past So I felt a bit powerless Um, And then one of the things, the other thing that I think has been the hardest thing Is something which you mentioned I think probably in your first podcast in series one Which was about time Time is what kids need And time is what I can't give them And, And that's something that is a is a weekly struggle I think because I just can't engage I don't see them develop in the same way I'm not there involved in uh, key decisions for them or support for them on a day to day basis when they're coming home from school and and have got all sorts going on I'm not there for them and then the other which I mean there's lots of really hard things the other one which which sort of springs to mind I think is my my ex wife has consequently walked away from faith. Um, so the only Christian input my kids get are from me at a weekend, and and there's there's a massive pressure I think on that. There's a massive pressure on dads anyway. I think in terms of Christian input, but I think the pressure to only have them at the weekends, to be the one who is responsible for taking them to church, and almost for them enjoying church. There was a few times early on when they didn't want to go to church. And I sort of had to try, and you know, it's a balance I think I got wrong more often than not was well, going to church is important to daddy. I go to church on a Sunday. If you don't want to go to church, then you don't see Daddy on a Sunday. And I think that was a line that I've I've softened slightly because I realized that was actually affecting the time that I was to spend with them. But and it has, and that has changed because now they've they've come to, well before lockdown they came to enjoy going to church they came to enjoy um enjoy it but there was still I still felt that pressure and I still feel that pressure of my complete failure and inability to care for them and bring them up in 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 faith things particularly when um the question came up a couple of weeks ago about about ghosts and about their house being haunted with a a ghost that they've named and Josiah hears the ghost talking to him and and I, I sort of feel that pressure we were just walking to the park and he was talking to his sister and I was I kind of fobbed it off and then sort of kicked myself but how like and then you have to sort of go back and answer it but I don't have a whole week to to spend time talking with that it's kind of it's condensed which makes it more intense
1: yeah yeah and I can understand the, the pressure on that what um have you found have you have you found a way through that? have you found I guess I guess my question is what what successes uh, would you say you've kind of discovered through that storm?
2: um I guess it's being more honest with the kids. It's them seeing when daddy does something wrong, or has done something wrong. How he responds, and how I, how he responds to me. So I've learned a lot more about myself. I think about how I treat the kids, um, not sort of coming down mega hardline on everything, but explaining why I'm doing things a lot more, or um, sort of trying to show them take about taking responsibility for actions. Um, because they've got this big thing I think a lot of kids have it as well but particularly two seem to think that when somebody hurts them or when somebody's accidentally hurt them they can lash out again because it's their fault and so they blame somebody else and so what I've I guess one of the successes is seeing them start to understand that daddy has does make mistakes um, but actually still is still loves them um, and then, you know, this success is like when my nine year old cuddles up to me next to the, on the sofa because he actually he still loves me and he still appreciates the time when you spend an hour building something in Minecraft together or helping him at the weekends with his maths homework that he hasn't been able to do all week because it's been doing it. Um, and it's and I guess the other realisation has been that every every weekend doesn't have to be a mind blowing weekend. Hmm. Um because there is that I think there was that danger that I felt particularly to begin with every weekend I've got to take them out and do something exciting because you know life has got to be exciting with daddy no life has got to be daddy with daddy they don't need they don't need fun trips to sea world or not sea world sea life center um they just need their dad to sit down with them at the dinner table um which again is something that I've again had to relearn almost is like the discipline of eating together without any other distractions and um yeah so it's it's certainly taught me a lot more about myself and so I think that's one of the successes is actually it's it's I think it's made me a better dad that's really interesting we we talked on the
1: the last podcast uh, one of the podcasts of the previous season with Ed Drew and talking about kind of brokenness as dads and just being honest uh which is not an easy thing I guess it's that's very on the surface for you isn't it Um, yeah and uh and just kind of for your kids to yeah your kids to know that you know life is not perfect here and this is not what were you intended and uh etc yeah okay um just tell us a little bit um i imagine there are a lot of the there'll be a lot of dads listening who are single dads um and i hope this is an encouragement um to them uh uh, but what about those of us who aren't single dads but want to walk alongside other single dads? Yeah. What has what, what has helped you? What kind of camaraderie, and um, brother in kind of brothers in arms, has helped you?
2: Yeah. Um, I think the main thing is being there. Even if you don't know what to say, um, it's the guys who have just gone. I'm going to take you out for a pint tonight mm. because they know that you know certain things are hard um so there's been yeah there's been guys who have just literally just walked beside me um I've got a couple of uh, guy mates who were just like well let's organize a walk and so we walked overnight 20 odd miles um in Norfolk which is nice and flat so it's easier to do um and so it's just they you know they didn't know what to say but it was just the fact that they were they were there Um, they were guys who just stuck by me and didn't feel the need to say things, but were there if I needed to offload or, you know, who are all they're you know, they're parents as well. So they understand a little bit what it's like. Um, but that, that was one of the main things, um, is just, just, yeah, just, just that offer of support constantly. Um, and I think it's, I think the other thing was, like, it's those times, things that I've, from church families, um, particularly who have, who have just known when times might be quiet. So, like, my first Christmas on my own, I had a family inviting me around to join them for their family Christmas day, which was, like, the most amazing thing ever when somebody opens up their home on a particular day like Christmas because it meant it was it wasn't normal but it was a lot less boring and a lot less weird and a lot less time spent crying into my beer or whatever um and so i think it again it's similar with kids it's just being there and being around and not necessarily knowing that you've got to have answers
1: that's helpful yeah i think i think often we feel very under pressure that you know we've got to say something say the right thing and and, and um and and say the right thing at the right time, and um, uh, something useful, and actually maybe just being there, kind of being there for people, is a is a much more healthy kind of way of getting mm-hmm. alongside somebody.
0: And that's just not something we're we're good at as blokes, is it? You know, yeah. Back to your point right at the beginning, Matt. We want to, we're desperate to fix stuff, and when we see something that we can't fix, we we kind of panic. We, <laughs> how do we yeah. deal with that? That's, yeah, just being. Present, um, yeah, that's that's really helpful,
2: yeah. And there was a couple of guys as well who weren't scared to call me on my rubbish, (laughs) um, they 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 you know they they stepped up and they had the courage to challenge me on where my sin was, which I think was a very it's a brave thing to do, but it was you know again, that's been one of the things that has really helped. Um, and I had a pastor friend of mine who just gave me the time to talk uh, and he asked very clever questions about my because my identity was shattered because I was no longer a, a dad and a husband, but he got me to relook at my identity in Christ. And who I was. And I'm first and foremost, I'm an adopted child of Christ. Mm-hmm. I'm loved, sought and bought. And that's one of the most beautiful things that I've remembered over the last three years was that time just spent being able for him saying, look, you know, you are not first and foremost a dad. You are first and foremost a child yourself of a heavenly father who loves you perfectly. Um, and yeah, again, that was just, you know, some of the best advice I think I've ever had was just, you know, first and foremost, I'm loved by God. Um, and yeah,
1: amazing, Matt. Thank you so much. That's that's been so helpful to hear, and I really hope um, that's been a real encouragement to uh, to people listening, um, as well as maybe a bit of a challenge as well. That uh, perhaps as dads, we should be uh, yes, caring for our kids, but also keeping an eye out for other other dads as well, and, and getting alongside each other um, uh, as a way of walking together uh, more faithfully. Um, thank you so much.
2: You're welcome.
0: Thank you. But that's, yeah, that's um, brilliant and a great reminder. I think that of, of the how the church family can rally round and be a real support and a real blessing. Um, and so, we'll, yeah, we'll continue to to pray that for you as in in the coming years, as a um, yeah, the, as the struggle, the the challenges will always be there. But um, what a great reminder that we are children of God adopted children of God that's an, that's an amazing thing to hang on to isn't it bless you mate thank you so much that's thank you um really really helpful um I'm speaking solely so that I don't cry on air because that would be <laughs> that would be embarrassing um but that has brought us to the end uh, of this episode do uh, check us out online everydaydining.com you can get in touch uh by emailing us everydaydining@gmail.com. at gmail.com uh, and until next time goodbye Bye.